Hey, what's up, guys? And welcome back to the Call Her Blessed podcast. Today's topic is something that I know I needed constant reminders of throughout my life. So what we're talking about is mixed signals when it comes to dating. As you may or may not agree with me, marriage is the intended end of dating. You know, it's the whole purpose behind it. And honestly, it's a pretty important process if you think about it. So, you know, if you're in a mental space where you're not really thinking long term, your ideas about dating will probably be a lot different from what we're talking about in this podcast. But hey, that's okay. You know, we're all in different places with this whole thing. And honestly, to get personal for a second, I just want to share a little bit about how my perspective on all of this has grown. So a couple months after I graduated college, actually, I got engaged and when that engagement ended, you know, I'm not married to this person now. So when that engagement came to an end, I remember making some poor choices in who I gave my time and attention to. And I wasn't really very concerned with how I was treated or, you know, what this person's moral status was, you know, how they thought about the things that I had convictions about, you know, all of these things. And I, in my head, I thought it was just because I was super laid back, but honestly, it's just because I wasn't really looking for anything. And any kind of commitment actually was the last thing that I wanted. So naturally I was more attracted to emotionally unavailable people, people who didn't make me feel like I was getting into something that mattered. And you know, the second that a feeling of commitment or expectation came into the mix, I would quickly dip. And to me, this seems safe, harmless, and I knew that none of these entanglements that I had would ever go anywhere. I, at the time, for some reason, I, somehow, I just didn't think it was wrong to string these people along because I thought in my mind that I had an understanding with these people, that somehow they would know that I wasn't looking for anything serious and that they would be okay with it. And... Unfortunately, the way that I would express this most of the time was by becoming distant after, you know, something that could maybe possibly make them think that I had feelings, you know, if I had said too much or, you know, kind of given them a feeling that I was more invested in the relationship than I actually was. So as you can imagine, not everything went well with that. And I had really forgotten about the feelings of the people that were in front of me. When I finally left this stage in my life and started looking for something serious again, I was definitely hit with some good old-fashioned justice, but it was just, like, so confusing, you know, because now I was on the flip side of this and I was experiencing people who were, you know, playing that game of, you know, I enjoy you and I enjoy being around you and, and you know, having this connection with you, but I'm not looking for anything serious. And I remember just being so confused. You know, these people sending so many mixed signals and I'm sure that you're familiar with the whole thing if you or anyone you know has ever tried to date anyone ever because it's very prevalent these days. But what I'm talking about here when I say mixed signals is someone basically who tells you, oh, like you're the one, but I don't want to date you. You know, I don't believe in dating or whatever. Like I'm not going to commit to you. Let's just be open. Let's see where it goes. Or you know, someone who pays attention to you for certain amounts of time and then basically disappears for hours or days or months with no excuse and then tries to pop back up or someone who maybe even has been physically affectionate with you. Maybe they've kissed you or held your hand, etc. but they haven't brought up a relationship or feelings ever. 
mixed signals are exactly what they sound like. You're getting some really good signals and you're getting some really bad ones. When you're the one on the receiving end, you're most likely finding yourself saying things like, oh, boys are so confusing, or I don't know what he wants, or I just don't get it, or why is he always so hot and cold? Why hasn't he ever talked about a relationship, even though we hang out in a romantic way? And if you're anything like me, you may be really good at believing in excuses. You know, things like, oh, he's just afraid of something this good, or he had his heart broken before, so he's being careful, or, you know, he's just not the type to communicate, and the list goes on. But something that is important to remember at times like this is that the spouse that you choose will affect the entirety of your life, and it's also going to affect the lives of your future children, if that's in God's plan for you. But someone who isn't good enough at communicating to make it clear that they have feelings for you is someone who needs some help. They don't need to be made into a husband by you. I remember there was this one time that I was talking to this guy and we were supposed to go on a date and minutes before I left my house, he canceled it and he gave some kind of stupid excuse and I'm still honestly shocked by the fact that I wasn't upset about this at the time because I convinced myself that he was just afraid. I really did. You know, and a question for my past self that I have is, why would I even want someone who is afraid of something good that was being offered to them? Did I want to be married to a coward? Someone who is afraid of love, of all things, you know? Like, yeah, fear of heights is understandable. Fear of stepping on a crab in the ocean is totally relatable. But love? Do I want someone afraid of love? In reality, it's way more likely that this person was just really not ready for a relationship and was taking advantage of my kind heart and forgiving nature. And I continued to talk to this person even after that event and the relationship never went anywhere. And honestly, looking back, I'm not surprised because both myself and my friends have had encounters just like this one. Of course, every story has its own twist. You know, this one couldn't because they were too busy with work. This one couldn't because they lived too far away. This one was taking their mom's aunt's second cousin's turtle to the vet. You know, the list goes on and on and there are so many things that people will say instead of, I'm not looking for anything right now, or you're great, but I don't see a future with you. And I have so much gratitude and respect every time I hear a story of someone being clear about their emotions, because I know it's something that I've struggled with in my past, and I've seen the damage that it can do when you aren't straightforward with matters of the heart. So what do you do? You know, you find yourself in the midst of mixed signals, and my advice is let it go. Pack your Vera Bradley bag and floor it, you know? It doesn't have to be a big dramatic fallout, but there is something that I would like to remind you of. It's that you, with all of your failures and all of your issues and your past hurts, you, who you are, deserve better. And how do I know this? So St. John, one of the apostles that Jesus was closest to in his life on earth, wrote this in his first letter. He said that we love because he first loved us meaning God. So the only reason that we know how to love is because we were shown. God is our teacher. God desires us to love each other the way that he loves us. How much more important is it in the person that you're going to be with for a lifetime? And you might be thinking, well, how does God love me? Well, for starters, I mean, he died out of love for you. No one else on earth can say that. He literally died so that, so that you could be with him. God is so in love with your soul 
that even the prospect of a cruel death didn't stop him from doing whatever it took to be with you one day, to even have the possibility of being with you one day. You know, God died for you knowing that maybe you wouldn't love him back. He would still die for everyone who would not choose him in the end. And that is love. Love is clarity. It's certainty. It's honesty. Love is attention. Love is sacrifice for the sake of the other. And for those of you who may be finding yourself in this situation right now, feeling so confused and like you have no idea what to do, I am so sorry. I know how sad and desperate it feels. If I could say one thing, one piece of advice is don't push harder on this relationship making you feel this way, pressuring that person to give you time or affection. Lean into the only one who can show you what it means to be truly loved. The closer that you draw to God, and the more that you understand how valuable you are, and how it feels to be truly loved, the easier it becomes to weed out these lesser loves. Your future self will thank you for every time you didn't try to force someone to love you. You're worth more than being left on red. You're worth more than canceled plans. You're worth more than excused behavior. God loves you. And I love you. And hopefully, little by little, as you grow closer to the source of love, you'll love you a little more too. If during this podcast you thought to yourself like, yeah, I'm definitely in this kind of situation. I definitely have somebody in my life that's giving me mixed signals and really leading me on and confusing me. I just want to encourage you that your heart and your soul are made for so much of a greater love than that. That is not the kind of love that you want to offer yourself. That's not the kind of love that you even want to give the time of day to because there is something so much greater. The love of God is so much greater than that. And if you're called to marriage, the love that you will find when you dedicate yourself to the Lord and to this future vocation will be so much better than that. This is not your future. Your future is not mixed signals. Your future is not confusion. Your future is certainty, it's clarity, it's dedication, and it's sacrifice. And I just want to share a story with you before wrapping this up. Yesterday, I was on the beach, and there was this little girl who must have wandered away from her family while she was playing or something like that, and she came walking past my beach chair, and all I can see is just these tears in her eyes, and she looks so lost and so afraid. And in the distance, I saw her dad calling out her name. And she couldn't hear him yet over the sound of the waves and the people around her, but her dad never took his eyes off of her. He was there for her the whole time. Even though there were other sounds drowning out his voice, it didn't mean that he wasn't calling out to her. And eventually he caught up to her, and this look of relief came over this little girl's face as her dad picked her up and brought her back to where she belonged. And I think that sometimes this is how we feel. Like, our life gets so confusing and so loud around us that we feel like we're alone. We forget who our father is. And we think that we must be alone because we can't see him or hear him. And all the while, he's coming after us, calling out our names, wanting to lift us up in his arms, tell us that we're safe with him, and remind us who we are to him. Let him find you. Let your father find you and let yourself be drawn out of the chaos of feeling unloved. Let him love you. Leave the lesser loves 
and go to the source of love. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Dear God, I want to pray for everyone listening to this podcast right now. I pray for their heart. I pray that they feel so loved by you and so overwhelmed by your generosity and your mercy and your care for them, your reckless love for them, that they would just feel so much peace in the understanding that whatever you have for their life, it's not confusion, it's not mixed signals, that it's clarity. And I pray that you give them the patience and I pray that you give them the joy that they need to wait and every step of the way just guide them with your loving care and whenever they're feeling like they're caught in the storm of life and they can't see you, remind them that you are right there calling out their name, wanting to hold them and take them to safety. And I ask all of this in your most holy name and through your blessed mother. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm so happy to be back with you on this podcast and I can't wait to see you next time. God bless. Bye-bye.